Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 52 of Rapid Reviews Radio. I'm your co-host, Carly Wild, and I'm joined, as always, by Pete Beckett. What up, yo? <laughs> so, this is our first uh, normal, quote-unquote, uh, <laughs> recording in several weeks. Uh, I would say at this point, it's probably a month. Oh, gosh, Wow. Yeah. It feels like uh, putting on some slippers, some some nice familiar slippers. So uh, we'll start off with how was your week? It was good. Um, could have been better. Could have been worse. But we got the extra hour today, which was nice. So yes. And um, unfortunately, I say unfortunately, it was nice of my friend to actually lend me the games that <laughs> they have lent me. But I've uh-huh. currently got two games in my possession that I one I'm really interested in playing, and two that uh, one of them that makes me an utter hypocrite. So oh, yes. one of them is <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Three, and the other is Animal Crossing: New Horizons. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, have you have you let our our friend of the show Jen know about your um, Animal Crossing? No, she can hear it like everyone else will. Oh, nice. nice, nice. <laughs> she will probably hit me up and go, what's your island code? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, that is funny, because if, you, if you've been a listener of the show, you know that Pete has uh, been pretty adamant about staying away from Animal Crossing. Um, yes. So that will be that will be interesting. I actually do want to know your, your thoughts and feels on it once you get into it. Um, I I plan on playing it after Luigi's Mansion because Luigi's Mansion is a bit more of a, you know, that's, uh, that's tighter a sort of that's, experience, you know, exactly, and with it being close to Halloween, I might as well try, like play that now. Um, exactly. But the thing is, I was, I was kind of tempted by Animal Crossing at some point a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. um, but it was sort of like I want to try it first because I don't want to put that money down if I don't like it. Right. So now right. I've got the chance to play it because I've I borrowed it off someone. Even better. So now I can try it and have, form a real experience. Ah, uh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, I want to know. I, um, as we all know, I have a switch. I've turned it on. I've made an account, and that's about as far as I've gone. So. <laughs> and you still haven't played Mario Thirty Five or Tetris Ninety Nine, and I'm disappointed. Which is crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy to me because I would love both of those. But um, yeah, Mario 35, maybe not as much. Maybe not as much. Frustrating. Look, I'm really. going to be honest here. I should probably go back and change my review slightly from a 4.5 to <gasps> possibly a 4. Cause really? It's, <laughs> it's good, but it's. I think I had kind of had the Mario blinkers on at the time, and it's oh, yeah. rated a bit too highly, I reckon. Yeah, and I don't remember if we shared this with the audience or not, but you wrote that in less than an hour after playing it. You were so enamored, and it just... Yeah, on a train journey home. I was literally on a train journey home on the day that it came out. I played it for less than an hour, and then by the time I'd got back to my destination, uh, I had written the review. (laughs) Ah, the muse had taken you. Yes, exactly. I just couldn't, couldn't put my phone down to stop writing. I'm sure we all have that. Um, yes. So, how was your week? Um, my week is insanely busy, which is weird considering we are in a global pandemic. Um, and for those of you outside of the UK uh, who possibly don't understand what that means, um, we're very locked down here. Um, mm. In fact, I'm located in Northern Ireland, which I've mentioned before, but we have a different 
rule system than mainland UK. Yeah. And everything is locked down again, non-essential businesses and all that stuff. I run a non-essential business, but because most of my contacts are online and I work in a solitary underground lair, um, <laughs> uh, my business has shot through the roof. And I've got some great things coming up that I cannot wait to announce. Um, mm. But I have worked nonstop um, until Friday, which I just decided to take off, which I never do. And I slept the entire day, like literally the entire day. <laughs> which when you told me that, I was massively surprised because you're like a serious insomniac. So. I, yeah, I don't sleep. I sleep. Uh, I have a sleep tracker, and it tells me I get about three to five hours a night, um, five being a good night. Uh, and this time, I slept probably 12 hours, and I woke up feeling amazing. Like, oh, it's great. Sleep is good. Yes. It's yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited. And then uh, it's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Oh, gosh. In about a week, I'm going to start playing... Um, uh, let me see. Yeah, almost a little over a week. I'm going to start playing Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm going to be streaming that um, because it's a revisit, as mm -hmm. we've mentioned before, to see if it was as good as I thought it was when it came out two years ago. Uh, because I've been a staunch defender of Red Dead Redemption 2, mm. um, saying it, it's a 10, and I want to see if it stayed that way. Yeah, and I, I didn't explain it on last week's show. But mm -hmm. this is essentially like why I played Zelda as well. Yes. This exactly. was the challenge that we set ourselves is that yeah. a couple of years down the line have our experiences of games changed? And mine did. Yeah. From, yeah. from a negative, not a negative, but uh, mildly, uh, mildly yeah. positive to more, definitely more positive yeah. than it should, should have been at the time. And then um, once I wrap up Red Dead Redemption 2, we'll, of course, do a kind of, uh, I guess, a mini mini roundtable. Yeah, guess, yeah, sure. Of you and me, uh, you know, reflecting back on, on the way games have, mm. you know, they've changed, our feelings on them. Have we changed? Have the game, you know. That yeah. Way. I'm going to put a prediction down. Sure. I don't think you're going to like it a second time around. Really? I think mm. you'll like certain aspects of it. I think you'll still probably enjoy the story, but I think a lot of the uh, the in between gameplay uh, moment to moment, I think you'll you won't enjoy as much as you did the first time. Yeah. See, I think the biggest difference between now and two years ago was those vistas and all of those types of things were very novel mm -hmm. at the time, um, and in two short years. A lot of games have adopted that kind of, you know, beautiful yep. nature and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting. It, it, I think here's what I kind of like in it, too. Now, of course, I'm not going to know until I do it. Mm -hmm. But when I first played Oblivion, Ooh, I would, yeah. yeah, I would stand by the waterfalls and I would look at that and just be like, oh, my gosh, are games going to get better than this? You know, yeah. Um, how can they get better than this? This is stunning. And then Skyrim came out. And I did the same thing. I was like, oh my gosh, can it get better than this? And then <laughs> yeah. RDR2 came out. Yeah, exactly. And same with GTA V and yep. all yep. those sort of things. And then, to its credit, The Last of Us Part Two does it incredibly well. It, their, their environments... Yeah, I, I can't speak against their environments. It's 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 very good. Oh, God, I love environmental. Yeah, yeah. It's what, um, what made me want to play Ghost of Tsushima as much as I did. Yeah. But yeah. I still haven't bought it, but it'll go down in price soon enough anyway. 
Yeah, I hope so because I want to. I want to play around with it myself. Yeah. Um, and stuff. But uh, I think that will lead us straight into the news. Uh, was that any, was that you trying to do GameStar by any chance? But just <laughs> getting it wrong. Oh, we are not going to talk about GameStar. Oh no, we probably oh, should. Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! Definitely should oh. not. No, um, we're going to avoid that subject. <laughs> shall we avoid the subject of anything Keemstar, H3, or anyone like that yes. related for this week? It's good. Yes, for this good. week specifically. Oh my gosh, yes. Ugh, okay. I kind of wanted to talk about it, but still. <laughs> no, not really, not really. Uh, H3 is, is, is a scum. Um. <laughs> we'll, save, we'll save that for our YouTube uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, we've got to do a YouTuber's podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my dear. gosh, don't, don't get me excited because I really would be into that. You yeah, you mean? could probably do a four-hour episode on Call Me Kevin alone. Oh my gosh, I love you, Call Me Kevin, Call Me Kevin. <laughs> uh, like, it would literally be me just being quiet and you just rant, <laughs> ranting for four hours with the occasional me going, mm-hmm, just so you know uh-huh. I'm still yep. here. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, did you see, did you see Call Me Kevin grew a beard and he looks so cute? <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep. Uh, anyway. Yeah, moving on. Um, So, Hideo Kojima has been uh, in the news again this week. Yes. Yeah. Because he has announced uh, that Kojima Productions are working on a new project, unsurprisingly. And we specifically say project. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Let the speculation begin. (laughs) Exactly. Um. But, I mean, to be fair, this has been rumoured for about a year now, but it is, like, yeah. announced. Yeah, I mean, even since Death Stranding came out, there was talk of, obviously, what he would do next. Would they do DLC for it? Would they... Yeah. Obviously, they did a PC version with 5x5 games, so fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was unusual, considering it was a Sony exclusive. Yeah. I mean, we got Horizon Zero Dawn as well, so fair. Can't complain at that, but... Yeah. Um, it does make me wonder, obviously, about what the what the next project is going is going to be because we all know he loves Hollywood and he we love working with Hollywood people. He does, and to, a little bit to to my detriment, I'm not I'm not a fan of the Hollywood glitz and glamour showing up in games. Mm. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's me. That's me. Yeah, okay, but. Did you also have that same feeling back in 1998 when he employed David Hayter to do the voice of Solid Snake? Well, see, that's the thing, though. I think I like it when they use movie stars or just well-known voiceover artists to do voiceover. Yeah. It's when they do an exact mocap of the movie star, it starts to be like, you're taking away from my imagination and just giving me a movie. And I know some people are into that. I don't, you know, I don't begrudge that. It's just too... Let me ask you a question. uh, Let me ask you a question then. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen what Quentin uh, Quentin Flynn looks like? I don't think so. The voice actor who plays Raiden. No, I I haven't. Well, he looks identical to Raiden. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might have a new fan then. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I know I'm awful, but I mean, we've we've spoken on that before. Like when they make uh, Laura Croft look like or Lara, 
Lara Croft. Lara. Uh, Lara. <laughs> Uh, look like her voiceover artist, or the gang in Resident Evil 2 look like their voiceover artist. Oh, let's be honest. Let's be totally frank and honest here. I don't like the redesigns of some of the characters in the yeah. new games. Well, that's the thing. They're not even redesigns of characters. They yeah. are um, just mocaps of the actors or actresses. Okay. And, I uh, literally just sent you an now... image of Quentin Flynn. <laughs> Okay, well, he's not... Okay, well... Okay, well... Well, this is a few did. years on, obviously, from when he did that in, like, 2001. Yeah, I'm looking at his, um, his uh, what we would call glamour shots. Those are much better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of, quote, redesigns, not actually being redesigned, just mm. characters. Um... But as far as Kojima, um, I really, 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 really want it to be with uh, Junji Ito. I've said this mm. a million times, but I want him to be working with Junji Ito because it would be an amazing combination for a horror project. I absolutely agree. Um, considering that Kojima's been on record as well saying that horror games absolutely scare the hell out of him, I'd yeah. be really interested to see what he does with that, with his let's just say incredibly unique creative mind that he has oh my gosh yeah ah oh, oh. i could get on board with that i have you know this is not a secret i don't like death stranding it doesn't do anything for me um mm. it i just it just doesn't do anything for me and i and i want it to yeah um but this is not a slight against kojima i just there, to me there was nothing no, there was just nothing that I could get on board with um, yeah. about it. So I do hope that his, you know, next job, whatever it is, next project, yep. uh, whatever it may be, uh, I hope it's good. I want it to. I want it to be good. I want him to succeed. And, and yeah, succeed. me too. I, I yeah. do want him to actually do something decent. Let's say, because yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I. I was really interested in Death Stranding and then everything that I saw made me very conflicted about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm still interested in playing it, even to the point where I've just searched it up and see how much it is on Amazon. Um, right. £27 is not bad. Um, that's not bad. That's not bad. I'm still going to wait for it probably to go down to yeah. around the 20 marker because obviously mm -hmm. being the fact that a lot of the PS4 games will work on the, on the next generation of consoles, I think picking up some of these games... like as the PS4 is due to go out, will be beneficial for a lot of people. So I'm going to do the same, but I'm going to take nothing away from Kojima himself because, mm -hmm. well, he, he is a visionary and a lot of the games that he's done in the past have been very unique, very different and very yeah. groundbreaking at the time. Um, so I'll be interested to see what his next project is. I do hope it is a horror game because I don't like horror games. And if he doesn't like horror, then I'll be very, very interested to see how he, how he manages to scare the scare the hell out of himself, let alone the player. So. I love it. I, I am always, always, always looking for a horror game that will actually scare me one day, and I still haven't found it. So. <laughs> Did you play The Evil Within? Um, I watched the let's play of it because um, it didn't. Yeah get to playing it and it just no it's just not there for me um but i'm also uh interesting tidbit i've been watching a horror movie every night i think i even texted you about halloween yes um, you did the 2018 yeah. version 
Yeah, the 2018 version, and I'm just not... I don't know. I wish I could be scared. I just can't. You know, they just don't. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I'm always looking. Always looking. I always want something to scare me. But have yeah. found it yet? I will. I will. I'm sure you will. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, oh, we'll move on then. Yes. So I, I could literally talk about Kojima games all day if I wanted to. I know, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because but- I was gonna mention, I was gonna mention like the very first time I actually remember hearing of Kojima as as an individual mm-hmm. um, was <laughs> our favorite site, Kotaku. Uh, I used to follow it religiously, and yeah. he had mocked up a and um, like a a room, like a, a meeting, a business meeting room, mm-hmm. uh, and it was full of uh chairs and a long table that kind of thing and it looked so real that they were having to having a discussion on was this real did he really take a photo or did he actually mock this up yeah and i thought it was so stunning and we're talking about as that'd be like 10 10 years ago 10 Mm -hmm. oh my gosh um and um i just it always stuck with me that he was so far advanced at the time yeah so yeah i mean Fingers crossed. I want something good to come out of this. Yeah. Absolutely. So now, I, I'd obviously heard about Kojima a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, with the fact that I was, I would say, a pretty decent fan of Metal Gear Solid at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, everyone yeah. I mean, I, I picked up Zone of the Enders because of him, you know, mm-hmm. and Zone of the Enders is fine. Well, I've got mm-hmm. nothing against it. It's just I'm not really a mech sort of mech game right. sort of person. But exactly. the thing that made me made him stand out for me was when um, he was doing all the preview stuff before Metal Gear Solid Five was announced, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he did all that thing with a. Uh, I had to go and search the name, but uh, Joaquim uh, Mogren and Moby Dick Studios. Do you remember that? Yes. Where yes, he disguised his face and he made mm-hmm. himself like appear like he was presenting this game from a Swedish game developer. <laughs> yes. It was just weird. But that, yeah, see, that was all around that time. And it was very like, this guy is, he's on the cutting edge. This guy's, this guy's got it, you know? Mm. He does know how to promote a game. Yeah, exactly. Um, whether but or not the I game's mean, any good is a different yeah, battle. Yeah, let's hope, let's hope the next one does it better. But, I mean, yeah. the people that love Death Stranding are, like, very rabid about it. They right? are, yeah. So, you know, hey, anyway. that's good. That's but, yeah, good. let's move on before we yeah. turn this into a Kojima <laughs> fest. Yes, yes, yes. So, like, I could literally do four hours like you do with uh, Call Me Kevin, <laughs> so we won't do that. We won't do that. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. So, um, PS5 review units have started to be sent out to Western journalists and influencers such as Greg Miller and Jeff Keighley. Industry Shield Jeff Keighley. No <laughs> surprises there. So his tweet when he came out of it said, I really hope I can get PS5 pre-order, really mm. was kind of shite, uh-huh. to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Everyone knew that as well. It was like, come on, Keely, we all know you're going to get given one exactly. from Sony. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I have to ask, Greg Miller, is he from Giant Bomb? Uh, yes, I believe he is from Giant Bomb. Um, I want to verify that, but yes, I believe that's where I know him from. Yep. Um, 
because, uh, well, yep. Okay. Yeah, I. Yeah, he was the host of Kind of Funny when it was on. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Of course. No wonder he yeah. would get one then. Oh yeah. No, he's he's well known in the industry. Um, what for shilling as well? Uh, <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got Giant Bomb, you got, um, uh, Game, which Madoodle, um, <laughs> is it GameStop? Wow. I have forgotten all of those people that I used to watch a million years ago. I have no uh, idea. But all the people on YouTube, um, he was, he was quite well known. Um, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I do see his name banded around quite a lot and I was like, I was, I'm sure I've heard of him somewhere, but now that yeah, obviously I giant think, bomb and you know, kind of funny, think, you've mentioned those, it makes sense. Yeah. And I think like most uh, of these people, he's done voices also for uh, various video games and stuff like that. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's how you know you made it. <laughs> yeah. You get given a PS5. You get asked. Yeah. Well, that too. Yeah. You get to make uh, you get to do voices and get given PS5s. So, hmm. so but, um, um, how do you think this is going to lead out? Like, do you think obviously I know that the review units are out there now, and when do you think that Sony are going to lift the embargo on uh, on people reviewing the PS5? I think that okay, this is me and my conspiracy theory hat. That's why I asked uh, you. I wanted a conspiracy yeah. theorist on this. I think they're gonna let the guys or let the people uh, play around with it. Yep. And if they don't get a lot of uh, problems reported, mm -hmm. then they'll lift the embargo. Okay. But if there's still a bunch of uh, quality control issues, yep. Then they will halt that and uh, leave the embargo until, let's say, you know, release day. So. Or a couple of days before it may be. Well, yeah, yeah, and at the you know at the very most. Um, yeah, because it's coming out on the twelfth, isn't it? The PS Five mm -hmm. in America, yes. and then the nineteenth in uh, the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, so it will be interesting. I I do think we're going to get this exactly a week before, so the fifth fifth of November, as I think when the when the embargo will be lifted. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense, you know, um, in a logistical type of. Of way. Okay, well, my next question is then, mm -hmm. do, the, do Sony, on the day of the embargo lifting for the review units, then announce that they're releasing a second wave of pre-orders a week before? Uh, yeah, I could see that happening. Um, because they messed up so badly on the first. Yeah. That I'm sure this whole time they've been working on some kind of infrastructure uh, to make that better. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me with that being the case. I had a feeling that, that might be, which is why I just asked your opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we had um, one of our writers uh, attend a, what would you call it? Oh, it was a Zoom call. Yeah, a Zoom, Zoom call, meeting. but it was a panel. It was, it yeah. was a panel thing. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, Squash Pickle got to... Uh, join in on a panel uh, with yeah. some of these guys and yeah it was jeff Keeley yeah. and phil spencer on there but they also had uh, lord gaben on there too yeah exactly uh so shout out to that um, mm. yeah i wished i wished he would asked why are you a shield but i don't think that would have gone over <laughs> 
would have gone over so well. No, to be fair, he is probably representing Rapid Review, so didn't really yeah. want to make sure that we didn't get contact again. Exactly, uh, yeah. You know, got to build those. <laughs> as much as I say about industry shields, yeah. you have got to build contacts, to be fair, to you get do. anywhere. So it's all yeah. for a bit of fun. Look, I, I do like the VGAs, although the VGAs have gotten a little too commercialised. Like, I don't. Absolutely I think he's a good. I think Keely is a good presence there and he's a good host. I just think a lot of the stuff that he says on Twitter is just a little bit sort of like ludicrous and a bit like stupid. Or, yeah. Uh, no, not stupid. I would say ill-informed for a better word. Because you know when he put the tweet out of, I wonder if I'll get my PS5 pre-order oh, was yeah. just like just met with I... people going, ugh. Of course he's going to get one. Yeah. Come on now, Keely. Like, do be serious. Yeah, I mean, there's this interesting thing that you. God, how am I going to phrase this? Uh, there's this this echelon you reach. Mm. where you become an industry person yourself although you you're not you don't feel like you are yeah but Um, he clearly is exactly and you still want to connect with we'll say quote unquote the common man um and yet you really can't like your your heart may be there but you're not you're an industry insider now yeah. Um, I've, I've actually had to deal with that myself this year about a completely different industry. And it's um, it's difficult. You have to really come to terms with you're not you're not the common man now. And even if you feel like you are. Um, and I think that Jeff Keighley, I think he battles that a lot, actually, is what I think. <laughs> I'd probably have to agree with you there. He wants yeah. he wants to be a consumer like everyone else, but yeah. he's just, he he's can't be because, now. you know, no. he does Gamescom, he does the VGAs, he has access with a lot I of mean, different places. Think about the VGAs, God, even four years ago. VGAs were, I mean, yeah, sure, you and I tuned in, but they were... They were a specialist. They were a niche thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, last year, the VGAs, well, uh, there were, well, I'll say two years ago, the VGAs were huge. Um, like, the biggest gaming event outside of E3. Mm. Their announcement, Nintendo dropped announcements. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, the 2018 one where they announced that exactly, uh, Joker yeah. was coming to... Uh, yep. Smash Brothers Ultimate, the day before Smash Brothers Ultimate came out. That yep. was madness. It was. It absolutely was. Um, and uh, it, it, it was on a trajectory to be the biggest event in gaming, the gaming mm. community. I mean, COVID happened. It's kind of thrown it off track. But that doesn't mean that Jeff Keighley himself has gone down in esteem. He hasn't. He, he's still uh, quite sought after. Yeah, clearly. Uh, his connections and stuff. And so I think that, uh, I think he always has to deal with that. And I, on one way, I, I relate and I understand that. Um, yeah. But on another, he needs to accept, he, he's going to be getting, I mean, he has, but, you know, he's going to be getting the PS5. You know, he's, 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 he's an industry insider now. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I have nothing against him, really. It's just, like I said, some of his tweets are just a bit of uh, ill-informed, yeah. a bit... Um, bit Silly. Tone deaf. Yeah, 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 that's the one. They're tone deaf. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Speaking of tone deaf tweets, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, this one was a fun one, wasn't it? (laughs) Oh my gosh, 
I was downright. I was angry at this one. I was. I was yeah, I was kind of furious about this one as well. But I was like, I posted it to you, and I wanted to see yeah. your reaction, and you went mad. I I don't get angry at hardly anything. Uh, I'm just not bothered by much. This mm. bothered me on a level that I cannot even explain. Yeah, and this this story was evolving even this uh, even a couple yeah. like yesterday, I believe it was. So yeah, uh, someone by the name of Alex Hutchinson. Uh, on well, he's on Twitter. I'm not going to put the handle because he's yeah. already got enough abuse as is already. Right. Uh, you can he, find it if you really want to. <laughs> yeah, and also his Twitter handle is utterly stupid as well, and I can't be bothered yeah, to say stupid. it out loud. Um, <laughs> so he had on his Twitter bio that he was a Google Stadia creative director. Yep. That has actually now changed because I yes, think Google does. have distanced themselves away from him. Yep. Um, so he created a backlash on a on a string of tweets condemning streamers for using licensed music. Um, mm. I, I'm actually going to go and get the tweet. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to explain some of this? Because I, I don't know. It, this was just really weird. It started with that and then it devolved into something that I... I, I, it shows that he's kind of in a, a, a castle up on a hill. He's so far removed from what a streamer is mm-hmm. um, and the, what a streamer does. And I think that's to his detriment because um, basically, bottom line, and I'll say this um, before you read the tweet, mm-hmm. streamers give free advertising to developers. Um, I have bought games based solely on Let's Players. Yep. Solely on that. And the advertising didn't do it for me. Uh, the the posting in Twitter, the the influencers that are on like you know like Twitter and, and Instagram, they didn't do it for me. The let's players sitting down, hands on, showing me what the game is. I went, oh mm. my gosh, I gotta get that. Yeah. So it has yeah. happened with me as well. Like I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest person influenced by let's players. I don't really watch many let's players nowadays, mm-hmm. but I used to. And yeah. a few games I did pick up on the back of recommendations from those p- particular people on all playthroughs I had watched. Uh, yeah. I remember I picked up um, a long, long time ago, some 360 days, because I was watching a playthrough of it. I did pick up um, Devil May Cry 4 on 360. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And that game uh, wasn't very good. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. I know we're gonna probably make some people in the audience mad, but no, no in my about, fine. In in my opinion, it was not very good. I, I've not really yeah. been the biggest DMC fan it, as is anyway. I, I only like to watch it to play it is a lesson in anger management. Yeah, so. yeah, agreed. So yeah. the two but tweets yes. themselves. Tweets. Oh, yes. Streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they use music they didn't pay for should be more worried by the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well. It's all gone as soon as the publishers decide to enforce it. The real truth is the streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any other, any real business and paying for the content they use. Mm. Talk about that, tone deaf. That is very tone deaf um, and anger inducing. And, you know, like my first reaction is, how dare he? Um, mm. Because these, the, most streamers are your average person. Yep. Whatever average you want to use, it is your average person. I'd say um, you're normal. Like, I would say they're 
mildly in some way normal consumers but just yeah they just like to have an audience when they play exactly um and most streamers i'm gonna say it most streamers are not uh you know jack septikai or call me kevin or uh the game grumps or any of those people most streamers are people like us sitting in their room streaming a game that they want to share with the world and hope yeah. somebody you know gets on board with um and i don't think it's right to make a person pay for a game twice uh no I think, you know um i i know there an an argument a cogent argument could probably be put forward for comparing it you know music versus games but again when you hear a, a piece of music you don't always want to go buy it. Not always. No. Uh, when you see a game, and, and if you do, you do go and buy it. That's fine. But mm -hmm. if you see a game being played, that's more of an investment. Uh, you know, music is what, uh, two quid on Amazon for a, you know, piece of music. I thought, and, well, the way that I've looked at it is I'll, I'll go by the iTunes um, pricing on it. I always thought it was 79p or 99p okay. for a song and then sure. 7.99 for an album. Okay, whereas a game is 60 on average. Well, £50, $60. Due yeah. to go up, by the way. Yeah, due to go up. Uh, so... I don't. I, I just think that's a slap in the face. I think that's a slap in the face. It's you've got your your grassroots advertising. You get it for free. Yeah. Um, you you don't have anything to worry. Your your industry's fine, Alex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. and the thing is, is there are there are people out there who partner with these particular game companies, and mm -hmm. they do streams mm -hmm. on behalf of these companies. Yes. So that's yes. free advertisement for them. They've barely got to pay someone to play it. They just give exactly. them a free copy, and it's and it works for all people because it gets it gets the game out there into the public hive, hive mind of you know mm -hmm. people who might be or may not even be interested in that particular game. You know, they get free advertisement. This person then gets free advertisement for themselves on behalf of that company. It is yeah. literally the uh, scratch my back and I'll scratch yeah. your back, definitely sort of deal. And yeah. to be honest, I think it would take the mick like in a massive way to turn around and say right we're we're enforcing increases on prices of the next generation oh by the way we're also adding a 20 pound license fee for every time you want to stream and what if that price was put onto everybody not just streamers yeah. because you know that would happen they would Absolutely. increase the price of the game to 80 quid 90 quid 100 quid if they're putting this license on there just because of the sake of a bit of music or whatever i don't know it's this whole thing was just completely asinine it was completely it was. tone deaf and so very very stupid coming from someone in the industry and let's be honest here some of the games that he's been involved in have been fantastic yeah. journey to the savage planet far cry 4 spore yeah. sims 2 yeah okay we don't talk about assassin's creed 3 but you know <laughs> yeah but I mean, but it's true, and it's it's bothersome that he is that out of touch. I mm. I'm shocked at this. Uh, I'm always shocked when an industry insider comes out and says something so out of touch, um, and then Harry's done it again, or he's done it, and um, I I just think about your average streamer is you know like a 
college age kid who works a night or you know works a, a an hourly job hourly wage type of thing and you would knock that complete core out for you know someone like Jack Septikai you know who can afford to pay uh, you know um, licenses fees and stuff like yeah. that and then we miss the the grassroots the, you know the un uncensored you know version of, uh, of people playing you yeah, know what i mean of course. yeah i just i can't get behind that i can't i absolutely cannot get yeah. behind that it would also mean that platforms although they they are also have very heavily invested by parent companies places like mm-hmm. twitch would lose so much money out of this yeah because yeah. if if you enforced a fee to stream, how many people are going to turn oh, around and right. go, oh, oh, fine, I just won't stream that game then, or I'll go on yeah. to the next game that allows me to do it? Like, my Absolutely. example would be something, and yes, I'm going to mention the game, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Mark the card. <laughs> um, but I remember a very, 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 very long time ago where fighting games were not popular at all, like with the mainstream yeah. audience. They were grassroots levels, basically, and they were very small communities. And then a couple of people started streaming some big games like Street Fighter 4 and stuff like that. And then tournaments started getting streamed, and now they're massive. Like, oh, yeah. Yes, okay, absolutely. we've had all the, all the, the, all the nonsense with like yeah. the Evo, yeah. like people and that event as such and certain people in the community being absolute disgusting individuals and but the community grew through hard work and through uh getting attention from people through streaming so yeah that can help grow a community in its own right so i don't think this should be taken away from people absolutely i mean a perfect example for me is overwatch um oh yeah massive yeah, the Overwatch uh, finals are huge. They're as big, or they mm. used to be. I have not watched in the last two years, obviously, because of uh, yeah. the controversy. But uh, Overwatch finals were bigger than, than, I would say, probably as much money put into them as the Super Bowl because oh, yeah. the sets themselves were uh, the lighting, the just... Mm. The, the moving sets, the, the, the uh, equipment they had as far as computers and it was it was a full-blown event that would have never ever happened or grown up mm-hmm. if there weren't twitch stream- or weren't street streamers yeah um, of course being a, a big part of that but streamers in general absolutely um, that would have no- and and blizzard made tons of money off of those oh yeah tons of course of money i mean for them to put out that much money into uh you know a spectacle um that means that they had to have made that plus, you know, twice as much, mm. you know, back. So, just like as a as a final point from me on this one, mm-hmm. had it not been for streamers, I would never have even heard of League of Legends. Oh, good point. Yeah, because that's a very niche community. Absolutely. Who yeah. would have even known who Riot Games were? Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't have, because if you're in the community, of course you know all about it and you're well-versed in it, but if you're not in that community, that you would not have known about it. No, you no, you wouldn't. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Okay, so... Um, Boo, Alex m- <laughs> Moving on from one controversial thing to another oh. very highly controversial thing. Yep. Uh, Sony announced 
Um, something Ugh. to do with party chats on the PS5 that managed to anger a lot of people and they had to come yep. out and clarify it with a statement. And this is about the recording, uh, the always recording of party chats. Now, this one... This one's a grey area, I would say. I wouldn't say this is illegal, but recording people without um, their knowledge, without their it, consent... It, it depends on what country and then what state within that country. Yeah. Because uh, they have local laws. But um, do you have their clarification? Uh, I'm going to try and find the original story and okay. then the clarification. So shall we talk about that a little Good. bit more? Yeah. Um, I, this is actually, this is not a new controversy insofar as even when um, Xbox Connect came out this was a big fear of a lot of uh privacy um uh experts uh, a lot of people who push for privacy um and the 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 fact is it does not have to be always on but a lot of companies and at the time xbox and now sony uh have kind of argued that it's it's a good thing and i i can't see their logic because I don't want my stuff recorded. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, and I, I don't do I don't do anything. And yeah, I'm gonna Twitch a lot of the or stream a lot of the the stuff I do play. But that's me. That's my control. That's what I'm choosing to do. I don't want things, you know, being recorded that I haven't agreed to. If that makes sense. Yeah, of course. So I went on to, I don't know if this is a reputable site, or Tech Radar. I think we may have had an issue with <laughs> yeah. them before. Um, yeah, we have, but it's fine for official no. statements. Yeah, I mean, this one's a little bit awkward anyway, because I don't think they specifically put out an official statement. This yeah. is the PS5 is getting a new feature that will allow you to record voice chats should you need to report toxic or abusive behavior to Sony Moderator. Moderator. Hmm. So, Sony ha has had to clarify the introduction of the feature following the PS4's 8.0 system update, the users of which will be subject to recordings in cross-platform titles once the new console launch. Uh, following this update, users are seeing a notification about party safety and that voice chats in parties may be recorded, reads the Sony statement. So, maybe. So what I would imagine this is, is it's a very, probably a very similar system that I have available on the PS4, the Xbox One, and even the Switch when mm -hmm. it comes to recording clips. Right. Except obviously most people have, um, have always been on the understanding that party chats are completely open and honest and basically yeah. free from recording. So Sony have implemented a system in a sense to stop that from happening and let's be honest here we've spent more than enough time on things like xbox live um steam ps now right psn <laughs> and we've got a lot of abuse over the years oh yeah i mean that's, sure that's surely you level. have like for just for being <laughs> female alone uh, Halo 3, as I've mentioned many times. Yeah, female <laughs> multiplayer Halo 3. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think that if they do it in a way that, like, Skype does, which is you are being recorded, you know, flashes up at yeah. the bottom. 
Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, well, when you actually go to start recording, it, t- it notifies everyone that you are recording. Yeah. Yes, exactly. yes. I think that's actually a good system, to be fair. Yeah. And then that way, if someone doesn't want to be recorded, they can just opt out of the, the party. Um, yeah, absolutely. I like that. Uh, if they can do something like that, while I still don't like the idea of you mm-hmm. know, recording things, um, I think that's a good compromise. Yeah. Um, but the question is, will they do that? Um, I think they will. I, I well, hope so. I mean, mm, actually, we're in uncharted territory. <laughs> uncharted. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> part of me thinks that what's going to happen with this is I think that um, party chats are always going to be recorded. I think they all. Uh, I think even on Xbox Live, I think they already are. Um, they uh, have. They probably have put something in the end license agreement. Yeah. To state that they are, they have the ability to listen in to party chats if someone reports yeah. something. But I think with this one, it's going to be more widespread that in the, the end user agreement that nobody ever reads, by the way, there'll be a byline that says, Sony, Sony is listening, basically. Uh, yeah. We have the ability to listen to all recordings or all voice chats that are through parties and in-game. And if we get reports on it, then we have the evidence already in a database, basically. Um, right. It brings up, obviously, this moral grey area of legality and all that sort of thing. But yeah. uh, obviously, the, these companies do need to be seen to be doing something about targeted abuse and harassment online, which Absolutely. has become a very hot topic issue as of late. Mm-hmm. So I think this is where the grey area is. I think it's a good idea but I think the implementation is all wrong. Right. So I think if if the users had the ability to... I think that's what it actually is going to be, is that if users have the ability to record these... Uh, record certain sections of this party chat, which obviously highlights abuse, um, mm-hmm. then sends it on to Sony to uh, to investigate, then fine then they need to then notify the person who's been reported that they have been reported and they have X amount of days to give them evidence to the contrary that they weren't being abusive. Because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, someone could easily cut part of a clip up because people do that and send it to Sony to make it look bad to get someone Uh banned off the platform. Let's be honest, people reported people on Halo 3 just because they got beaten. Oh yeah, no, All always, the time. always, always, always. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. People are terrible. Yeah, there <laughs> needs there needs to be a reporting system, but there also needs to be a uh, a counter reporting system to it. There needs yeah. there needs to be sufficient evidence to ban someone, rather than just going, oh well, we've got this report from one person right. who said you were. Well- they need to they need to reach out to the other party involved and say, have you got any counter evidence to prove otherwise? And then judge based on that. But uh, clearly they don't have the resources to be able to do that. And I worry that any report yeah. that's going to be flagged for uh, racism, um, sexism, misgendering, uh, transphobia, anything like that, I think they're going to get an immediate ban just for any like yeah, just because uh, they're such hot topic issues at the moment and i think we've seen that in other uh, uh platforms such as like even like twitter or something in the old days which was 
Oh, Facebook even, and its original incarnation. There yeah. was no um, arbitration. It, it was clearly just immediate ban because they didn't they didn't have departments dedicated to this kind of stuff. This is all new. This is very new. Yeah. Um, and I I agree. I hope. I would hope that they would have a kind of arbitration, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, group. But um, I, oof. New territory. Ugh. It is, and I think they're going to get this very wrong to start with, but it will be improved yeah. over time. And I think I yeah. think we just need to be patient with it. And I think if um, if people don't want their, their voices being recorded through party yeah. chat, then let's be honest don't here. Don't Yeah, don't use party chat feature on there. Yeah. Use Discord, use Skype, use... Um, I mean, I'm going to go back to TeamSpeak. Use TeamSpeak. <laughs> Uh, but well, you know what I mean. You can use any yeah. other platform that you want to use this. You don't have to use the arbitrary party ch chat function on there. Yeah, actually, uh, that, wow. Uh, just had a, a flashback there. Um, during my Halo 3 days, uh, two, twofold. Um, one, if if the chat got too bad, I would just unplug my headphones and keep playing. Mm. Um, I didn't care. I mean, that didn't stop the messages from no, coming in. Of course but... it didn't. Yeah, but who cares? You know, like I'm, I'm all about playing the game. I don't care what people say; it doesn't bother me. Yeah, uh, I know, I know that it bothers other people, so I try to be empathetic to that. But uh -huh. I don't know, it just doesn't never bother me. Uh, and then, two, when I would be playing like with friends, doing multiplayer, yeah, we would actually just talk on Skype and not. Uh, of course, that kind of gave us an advantage. I'm not gonna lie, uh, yep. <laughs> not in the actual multiplayer chat. Um, mm. there are, there are workarounds and, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, I would look into something like that. Uh, yeah, well, I like what, what saying, just, just don't do it. Just don't, just don't participate in it. it do, you want, do you want to know a good system to use actually? Sure. WhatsApp. <laughs> I've used it before. It works. Yeah. Just I, WhatsApp voice call someone. Just yeah. Get on the I'm, game and you're done. You're good. I'm not a fan of WhatsApp. But, I know you're not. Uh, yeah, but I know a lot of people are. So yeah, yeah I mean, that's a also lot, a way to it, do it. It was I mean, just Discord, all of it. I mean, it was just the point of these these programs have chat functions on them. You don't have to yeah. use what's on the system itself. Yeah, exactly. And the worst case scenario, you have a mobile phone. Yes, Blizzard. Say, yes, Blizzard. I have a mobile phone. Oh gosh, <laughs> um, good old-fashioned phone call. Just bring yeah. a phone. Yeah, just phone someone. <laughs> yep, exactly. It works. Uh, it, there's that's true. you have so many other methods to be able to use it. I know there are other. These other apps are monitoring you in some way as well. So yeah, get that yeah, recording I mean, device out of your pocket if you don't want to be recorded. Yeah, I mean but, that's and that that's kind of my problem with WhatsApp is um, WhatsApp's always recording it, and I just, yeah, so not, they, since I can't well, perfect example since I can't get behind that, I don't have WhatsApp. I deleted it off my phone completely. Um, so I mean, yeah, you know, I, that's I, what you do. Take charge. I have my reasons for WhatsApp, and WhatsApp Absolutely. is good for sending group pictures. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't charge yeah. you on your mobile data plan. You know, so it's good exactly. like that. Everybody's got their yeah. You gotta you gotta choose what works for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't participate in group chats. <laughs> well, you barely participate in an individual chat. Let I was alone. gonna say the only person <laughs> I chat with is Pete. And maybe Jen. Uh, <laughs> 
occasionally Jim and occasionally Overlord Mike, and that's that is literally it. Oh my gosh, I am the lamest person on earth. <laughs> <laughs> you just figured this out now. Uh, I am definitely not what you would call a social person, and that is reflected in my apps as well. <laughs> Sorry, you're um, you have to forgive my shock here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> pick your jaw off the floor because you can't believe it. I know. Uh, <laughs> right. Anyway, speaking of things you can't believe, because segways yeah. this week. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo released a trailer for a um, for a game that has finally. After many, many, many years, and I say 30 years at this point, has finally been localized, which is Fire yes. Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light. Yeah. The first game in the series. Yeah. So it's due to be released on the eShop in December, a fully localized version of the NES game that's being sold separately mm-hmm. away from the Nintendo Switch Online. For six dollars or five pounds yep. or however much it is for each for each um, yeah I think it's each same. region I think it's the same I think yeah however from the earful I got uh, the other day okay so however mm-hmm. this is a limited release again both physically because there is a fifty dollar collector's edition with a digital code yeah. Not even a physical version. I, I'm dis- yeah. Look, I'll get into that in a minute anyway. Uh, but also, the digital version is going to be taken off the eShop on the 31st of March, 2021. Same day as Mario All-Stars, and the same day as Mario 35. Yep. So, you've plenty of time to go buy it. So... <laughs> What's your excuse? Um... I, I think it's probably pretty clear which uh, side of the aisle I'm on on this one. Um, mm-hmm. I am not... I'm In theory, I could be against limited releases. In practicality and in action, I am not against them because I was raised on, quote-unquote, the Disney vault. Oh, so, we all were. Like, if you're exactly. of a certain age, we all were. Yeah, like, they would stop selling particular movies and keep them out of rotation for you know five six years and then they'd do another limited release and then they'd yeah. take them out of rotation again so this is very and, and, and as i've mentioned before same thing with comic books you know uh, a very limited amount of you know fatal attraction with the uh, hologram cover came oh, out yeah. i i luckily got one um but they're very limited and um so this is not a strange concept to me and probably to you in our generation. No. Um, I recently had a very heated discussion with a, someone you would call, I guess, what are they called? Zoomers now? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> someone that's in university. Yeah, uh, I think he's a Zoomer. Yeah, and uh, they were hopping mad about this, very angry. Um, about and why, why were they mad? So, it was solely the limited release. They, it wasn't fair. Uh, once you buy no, something, it's so, yours. Sorry. And I... Mm-hmm. Life isn't fair. Move on. <laughs> yes, which was basically my response. And then I said, well, it is yours as long as you don't delete it. Oh, but that just doesn't seem fair. To which I tried to explain again, as I've just done here, 
limited release is not new. This is not a new concept. It's been around. They're just now finally figuring out how to do it with digital releases. The, that's the thing never- that ruffles my feathers the most about this, though, mm-hmm. is, the, okay. is, the, is the digital version. Mm-hmm. Because, let's be honest with you, we have a problem with game preservation already. Yes, so that is true. That removing is the digital version as well as the physical version, I think, is... Okay, remove the digital version if you want to, because we all know that that's going to happen one day when they shut the servers down. But Mm -hmm. why is it limited for only four months? I'm worried by that. It probably should have been given a little bit of a longer life than it has been, like, say, Uh, six months. I I can agree with that. I I could get behind with that, that the four-month window is quite short, especially the year that 2020's been. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how many... People are going to be better off in March of 2021. Yep. Um, in fact, I'd argue probably not a lot. <laughs> no, but, I don't uh, think so. Yeah, because uh, winter's going to be harsh. But um, so that, yeah, I, I can support that. It does need to. Um, it, it should have been a longer release window. Four months is not very long. No, it's not at all. Not. At least Mario 3D All Stars got six. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Some people only get paid once a month. Um, yeah. That, so that gives you four, three, four well it, depend, well, it depends on when it comes out. I think it's very early December. So it gives you a December, yeah. December, January, Mar- uh, February, and March February. pays, and that's it. Yeah. Like, you Ooh, literally get right four paychecks. Christmas? Yeah, you've got Christmas yeah. in the lead up to it. Yes, people might have money available after Christmas because oh, sure. if they're like me, like... That's all I ever get. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. because you want to yeah. just go and buy your own stuff. Yeah. But it's still a very limited window. I think it's just it too is. limited. There's a there's a bit of a fine I, line in this one, I think. Yeah, I, I will I will absolutely agree and say that four months is not long enough. Yeah. My other big problem with this, and this is probably the hugest one of why I think a lot of people are a bit annoyed by this. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that it's already on the Japanese um, Switch oh, Online service? Yes, for free. Yes, for free. Yeah, but yeah, they're charging us Westerners six six bucks for yeah. it. But I, I will take into account that obviously someone Same. has gone in and localized this entire yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I can't really can't say much against that. I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. It's yeah. an old and it's been localized which is what people wanted um mm. and six quid six dollars not really that much not really i've got i've got no problem with the price i've got nothing yeah. to do with that but someone did raise a good point on the spawn cast mm-hmm. the other uh, last night actually about mm-hmm. this uh saturday night of as per listening um oh, what if the code inside the box had an expiration date on it as well for March thirty oh. first in the collector's edition. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I thought it was I know that codes have limited releases anyway. They have like a time that they you do. can redeem them. Mm-hmm. But imagine if they only put four months on this fifty dollar collector's edition for only oh. March and then you go you buy one like second hand and it's mm-hmm. got the code in there and you can't ever redeem the game. You've just got this admittedly really um, nice collector's edition that's basically well, a paperweight yeah. yeah because i mean that's actually entirely possible because i've bought secondhand uh collector's editions that's usually how i get my stuff halo free um yes <laughs> yes 
uh, and there'll be DLC in there, and the DLC will have been expired if it hasn't been used already. I feel sorry for some of those people that go into CEX and get those digital versions of movies to find out their code's already been redeemed by me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> I did it once, okay? I really wanted to watch a movie. It had a code inside, so I just went, you then. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. You gotta put a honk there. Um, uh, I'm aware. I'm aware. Just yep, before the yep, hour mark. Yep. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah, we're doing pretty good, huh? Um, yeah. That actually um, segues us into no, our next. I got one oh. question. Got oh, one yeah, question. Sure. One very, very important trolley question. Sure. Important but troll. Yes, my favorite kind. Does that mean that Mother Free is getting a limited release? Oh <laughs> my gosh! Oh, no, is the answer. Oh dear, oh dear. No, but if it did, you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you uh, imagine no, it's already start. Look, it's already started up. These people going, we're going to get both a limited release. No, oh. you're not. This game oh. is never oh. coming it's to the never. West ever. It's not. It's just, really not. I'm look, sorry. But just it's not. play it like everyone else has already played it yeah. through an emulator with the fan translation. It's the best way to experience it because it <laughs> won't be censored by Nintendo. Yep. That's true. Yep. So we'll move on. Yes, we're going to move very, very quickly on to um, our. We've got this segment and it it's going to be very quick. Um, I'm actually looking at the website right now. Good. Okay. Um, so recently um, we did, if you're not aware, and where have you been if you aren't? Have you been living under a rock? Uh, we recently did our 50th episode, um, which we streamed live, which was insane. So much um, fun, though. Oh, so much fun. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, yep. it was wonderful. Um, but we also... Uh, uh, introduced a, uh, a chair. Well, first we introduced our connection to a charity called safe in our world. Um, great we bunch of very, people over there. Oh, great bunch of people. Very, very pleased and proud, uh, to have, uh, Gareth on who is the head of it and many other things. And, um, he just had a, yeah, it was great having him on and, uh, hearing his personal anecdotes and what, the charity is is doing what its plans are and the fact that it needs money to do this mm. i probably should clarify it's a mental health charity yeah um, which is obviously important to us here absolutely um so uh in conjunction with that uh we decided to create a little t-shirt that uh not only celebrates our 50th episode which was amazing to hit but also uh to raise money for safe in our world um, it has a, um, a graphic that, all right, fine. I designed, um, I was going to say we designed, but look, I designed it. So what, uh, <laughs> I helped promote it. You did. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and you gave me critiques, you and Mike. Yes. Both, so, and I bought you, mine. Yep. I've bought mine. Yes. Look, I didn't get yes, one for I free. Mine. I had to buy mine as well. Yes. And I am buying mine as well because, and the reason why that's significant is because a portion of those proceeds um, goes directly to Safe in Our World, um, which will make me very proud to present that here in another week. Um, the t-shirt is on sale for a week. It is, uh, it says we've got this on it, and then 
a two different hands holding a controller to mm -hmm. kind of signify we, you know, to really push that on home. Um, and as I said, a, a portion of the proceeds, uh, one fourth of the proceeds, four, four, wait, is it one, a quarter? Yeah, 25%. Okay. 25% <laughs> of the uh, purchase price goes directly to Safe in Our World. Um, and that's pretty dang good. I'm sorry. I'm glad that we can do that mm. because, I've, you know, yes, it's going through my company, but that means that I get to give as much money as possible. There's yep. no middleman. Unless you consider me the middleman, but that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> so, um, so it's handed directly to Safe in Our World with no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, and it's a great T-shirt. It's comfortable. It's a poly cotton blend. It's soft um, and comes in sizes extra small to two X. Um, I could actually do a larger size than two X if you're if anyone out there is interested. Just contact mm -hmm. me through the uh podcast email um and i'll yep. do a private sell to you yeah um, and also um bear in mind these are uk sizes but we are sh you are shipping worldwide right yes i ship worldwide uh they're uk sizes which means they run a tiny bit snug than what you're used to yeah um, so usually uh, i would be an xl in in mm -hmm. uk sizes but i'm getting a 2x right. version because of that reason yep exactly um yeah i'm i'm comfortably between a medium and a large and in these i usually take a, a extra large uh sometimes 2x if i want if mm. i want to just loosey-goosey about it uh nice t-shirt to wear when you're uh, lounging around the house ex exactly yeah but don't uh, wear it just around lounge around the house wear it outside and give 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 that exposure you know because exactly. safe in the world safe in our world require more funding and more mm. more help from everyone so we want to do our bit to try and help them out as much as we can yeah, and also when um, when you do order your shirt and it comes in, don't forget to hashtag it um, yep. um, so that we can see you. Uh, and also tag it. Tag Safe in Our World and the Rapid Reviews podcast and Rapid Reviews UK if you want. Um, and we can spotlight you. And yeah. It will make us very, very pleased and very of happy. Of course. Yeah. So, very proud to see that. I mean, they're available for another week, apparently. Yeah. I say apparently. My, it's possible we may even extend it another week, but I think we should talk yeah. about that off air afterwards and we'll discuss yeah. it. We'll we'll post that on Twitter if we have decided to extend it out for an extra bit of time. Yeah. But at the time of this recording there's a week left. And yeah, so it closes on the thirty Monday, so Yeah, it closes on the thirty yes. first of October at, at the time of recording at yeah. uh, eleven fifty nine and fifty nine seconds. Uh uh BS not BST anymore, it was GMT now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Very strange, right? <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Yes. Um, yeah, so if you're interested and you want to support a great, great charity and you want to wear a really cool freaking T-shirt, oh, you can go find it at uh, rapidreviews.com. Rapidreviewsuk.com. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's try this again. Rapidreviewsuk.com forward slash shop. And then mm -hmm. you can click on it and it will take you into the different size options and yep. everything. The payment um, option is fantastic. You can use either a credit card or you can use PayPal. Absolutely. Um, and uh, they will be shipping out, since these are pre-buy, they will be shipping out by the end of next week. So, yeah. Well, at the time of recording. At the time of recording, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but if 
you're not up for buying a t-shirt if uh, finances are tight and understandably yeah. so then yes. you can make a donation directly on the Safe in Our World's website, which is uh, safeinourworld.org, and they have a donate button, uh, I believe, at the top of the page. Uh, yep. Please give what you can to that amazing charity because they're doing great work, and they've just announced their, um, they've finally got a uh, charity games bundle up for sale yeah. at the moment, which is amazing. That's very, very cool. Um, and, you know, and even if that is too much, being that it's just that time of year and it's been a hard year, mm. um, even if you just share either the shirt or even if you just share the Safe in Our World website on your various social medias, that right there goes a long way. It That's does. Just as good. Just as good. Yeah. Exposure and uh, people talking about them is a yeah. massive thing it does help with spotlighting and yeah you know if we, obviously people can share some links out that'd be great we'd really appreciate it absolutely um okay well always remember we've got this and now you can buy the t-shirt <laughs> yes i did and it was yeah. good um i yeah. can't wait to get to get it actually and actually yeah, see it in yeah. the flesh you gotta take a picture of it yep. oh definitely i don't take pictures of myself usually but that'll be one that i'll be happy to do Definitely, definitely. definitely. So, um, yeah, so we put a call out for some questions. Mm -hmm. uh, one person was gracious enough to give us a question. That is not an indication on, on the other people, of course. Oh, God, no. But clearly, Just like... that type of week. <laughs> yeah, it's probably one of those kinds of weeks, but yeah. this, is a, this is cutting edge, you know, really important question that needs to be asked from at Fraser Esports, <laughs> Mr. James Fraser Morrison himself. Oh, yeah friend yep. of the show and uh uh esports extraordinaire for uh queen's queen's mary college yeah <laughs> uh, i've been i've actually been watching the british esports twitch channel and it's been amazing actually like it what, really is yeah just watching the uh the qm samurais playing in rocket league was really fun that was good yeah so yeah that was the first time i've ever watched rocket league like um esport like event it was actually interesting how they do it yeah. So, but anyway, so the, this cutting a, a very important question that he asked is: Is the new Nathan Drake younger than new Peter Parker? Um. <laughs> wow. Okay. So. Explanation needed, please. I was going to say the background on that is that uh, Tom Holland posted a kind of sneak peek. Yeah. Uh, of himself. Okay, I'm not going to lie, it looks like he's cosplaying, but himself as Nathan Drake in the new movie, uh, an Uncharted movie. The yes. Movie version of the game. Which has been uh, in production for about six uh, years, I believe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, while at the same time, of course, two weeks ago, if you've been following anything, um, Insomnia changed Spider-Man to look like tom holland even though they denied it and said they didn't but they clearly did yeah uh because we all have eyes and we can see um mm, but there was also a picture of um of tom holland and nolan north together as well which is obviously yeah. significant because nolan north is the voice actor for yes. uh, nathan drake yeah and the okay so i have a lot to say about this <laughs> yeah um nathan drake is supposed to be older he's supposed to be based on nathan what's his name billion yeah um uh i think mostly known for his firefly 
theme. But yeah. Uh, also, two guys and a girl, and uh, he's been on everything ever, and he makes the nerd circuit all the time, and yep. he's been on podcasts and comic cons, and he's just well known. He's well known in the geek circles. Yes. Um, and he's supposed to be named. He's Nathan Drake is kind of like Indiana Jones, but a murderer. More, yeah, <laughs> like I have to say, but more, more grown up. Uh, I, look, I know it's just hyperbole, oh, which oh, I say oh, yeah. it's just it's just dumb because you murder so many people in that game, and it's like I don't know if I could do this anymore. It's like yeah, but you're just gonna murder another ten people. Um, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's supposed to be a uh, prequel. Um, so, I mean, I guess they can kind of get away with that. But yep. it... I don't know. I just... I don't know. I, mm, I'll be maybe honest it's because it was Maybe it's because I'm getting old now that I've passed the 30-year the mark or the three-decade mark yeah. or whatever. Tom Holland looks like a baby. And I didn't like it when they picked him for Spider-Man either. Um, oh, uh, we're going to clash here because I actually I, think... He, I, I thought it was great casting. I know, but I my thing has always been, um, which I've said before, is that it was intentionally cast to make him be uh, the lovable scamp so that his later sacrifice, shall we, shall we say, was more emotionally mm. impactful. I'm not moved by emotional. Okay, things. can I? So that's where my my. Fine. Is. Well, let yeah. me ask you this important question then. Mm-hmm. Did you think that Tobey Maguire was convincing as a as a teenager? Well, here's the thing: when Tobey Maguire was first announced, now I was a teenager at the time. Yeah. Uh, when Tobey Maguire was first announced, no, I was very against it. Yeah. And then I watched it, and I ended up actually liking the first one. Okay. Um, what about Andrew Garfield and I then? Like, okay, couldn't stand him. Absolutely not. No, I, I'm not, I don't care what you thought about his performance. Could he pass as a high schooler? No, no, no. Does Tom Holland? Uh, Tom Holland passes as a junior high student. No, Perfect no. casting then. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess. But... They, look, he's in high school. They've cast him because he looks young. It's perfect casting, I'm afraid. It it creeps me out because <laughs> yeah, I know, I know it does, but he's got a youthful face. He actually looks about the age that he should be, mm-hmm. and he still talks like one. It, I mean, he gives away spoilers like a child does. I so know. come oh on, he God. epitomizes Peter Parker, who can't keep his mouth shut. He just couldn't. <laughs> I, I did feel sorry for him because he just couldn't keep his mouth shut. No, <laughs> he just like spoilers came spilling out and i think at one point they were telling him different things than actual endings because they couldn't trust him yeah Uh, i i think that um that interview there was an interview he did for infinity war where i think um benedict cumberbatch is sitting behind him and he has to like nudge him and go nope don't say that (laughs) Um, yes so I, I'm going to agree with you here. I don't think he suits Nathan Drake. I think he does look like a cosplayer in a sense. He, he but does. if they if they are going the prequel line, I think, and they've obviously aged Drake down quite a fair amount. Because I'm, I'm personally not sure how old he's supposed to be in the games. But if they're going for I guess like I don't the, really know. If they're going I for a assume. teenager, sort of like late 
late teens, early twenties sort of Nathan Drake, like before all the games happen. I think he looks great, actually. But yeah, to, an- um, to specifically answer the question, yes, he does look younger than new Peter Parker from Insomniac Spider-Man oh, Remastered. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say how... Oh, wow, it's auto-filled it for me. <laughs> Google, you scare me. <laughs> yeah, because he's just heard you oh, talking wow. about it. okay. He is... Okay, now this is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because I look a bit younger than I actually am. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of distorts my view of ages. Sure. Uh, Drake's first game, he was 25. Wow, okay. And second game, he was 27. Um, was there really two years in between those now, games, like, story-wise? Well, having said that, interview with creative de- director Amy, Amy Henning, who we... H- Henning, Hennig, yep. Who we say is the true mother of Nathan Drake. Uh, she is. Uh, she stated that Nate was in his mid-30s, which is what I always, always... Oh, okay. Said. Yeah, so I think he was de-aged on purpose. Fair enough. Uh, for the lore, but yeah, okay. I'm glad to see that she said that, because yep. that's how I always felt. Okay. Um, I didn't look that old at 25. <laughs> Fine. And, well, to put this in pers- into perspective, then, mm-hmm. Tom Holland is 24, Right, right. So he's around about the same age. Yeah, roughly. He doesn't look like that. No, he does not. Yeah, and also, uh, call me Kevin's twenty six, and he he looks older than Tom Holland. And I just wanted to say that I don't really have a purpose. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Yep. So they should cast him as Nathan Drake. No. <laughs> that would have been an awkward, awkward movie. Well, he could easily do that anyway. He just plays Uncharted and just yeah. basically dubs over the voice acting. There you go. Yeah, there with you that go. Irish accent. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Drake will suddenly have an Irish accent. <laughs> and it will be terrible. <laughs> yeah, which I can get behind. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Nolan North, though, uh, he is Nathan Drake and... I, I don't know. I just... I don't know. Why are they making it... Are, is that it, though? Is that... Have we reached that, that age where they're no longer marketing to us? They're marketing to the younger crowd? And so they're using younger people, which is creepy, and yeah, I don't like it. I, I get it, but based on the films that I have seen Tom Holland in, um, my my scope on his films are a bit limited um, in this one. Um <laughs> Obviously, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming was great. I really enjoyed that film. Um, Far from Home, he was good in, but the script let well, let that whole thing yeah. down. Yeah. And I'd have to say, Onward, which he voices one of the main characters in, is fantastic, and he's brilliant in it. He's a he's got a good range, and I think he's a good actor. So, I think he could pull this off, but I just think he just looks a bit too youthful. It's very strange because I'm looking at a photo on his IMDb. Um, he has like lots of crow's feet and wrinkles. Yeah. I think he just is one of those baby Oh, you're, you're looking at that picture. I can see where he's got I, his mouth yeah. agape, basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> exact one. And I'm like, I don't even have crow's feet yet. Uh, I'm sure they will appear very soon. Oh, um, they will. They always do. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Um, it's so funny. Here's here's a side anecdote. Um, mm. 
so I never, ever, ever uh, uh, filter my photos. Um, it's just a weird thing for me personally. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at artifice. Um, so I was playing around with filtering my photos because I just wanted to see, you know, what the difference would be. Yeah. And there was this um, de-wrinkle yeah. uh, thing. And so I pushed that and I was like waiting, waiting, waiting for it to, to fill in and do its thing because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it takes a while. And it didn't happen. So then I yeah. unchecked it and then checked it again. And then I unchecked it and checked it again. And then one of my friends leaned over and they're like, you don't have wrinkles. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> I was like, well, I think I do. And then they were like, absolutely, you don't. Even this thing is telling you. So, uh, but I know, I know I'm due for it. I know, but that's another thing. Um, a lot of my friends, my female friends with the lockdown, they decided, mm. this is the US and UK, they decided to um, no longer dye their hair and just let nature take its course because why not, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was really cool kind of seeing like all my friends with their, uh, they're starting to get the gray at the temples and, you know, it's very kind of striking and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And so I thought, I'll do that too. And mine's like black roots and blonde hair <laughs> and, gray in it. and I'm like, oh, I just look like, oh, I just look like a, a hillbilly. I'm, I'm just going to go back to bleach. So I don't have grey hair yet. I don't have wrinkles yet, but I'm sure they are on their uh, way. Mine came in a few years ago. Great stuff. <laughs> well, but dudes always look better. Yeah, it's what they call them, the silver dudes. fox. Yeah, exactly. Dudes look very distinguished, and yeah, I like a little bit of little bit of age. I like a little bit of uh, grey at the temples and a little bit of just why, up around the edges. That's, yeah. that's why you like a thirty day matured thirty day matured steak. Oh, I do. I actually have one I'm going to eat today. So. Amazing. <laughs> 27 days aged. So, Ooh, yeah. Like they're it. always good as well. I like a little age on my stuff. Fair enough. <laughs> I, like, okay. I had to stop myself because I realized it was about to go really, really dirty there. Yeah, let's, so. let's not. Let's move on to the outros and let's get, let's wrap this up because we're nearing the, uh, yes. the, the prescribed let's time limit we said we were going to go for. Yes, yes. We were going to be on our best behavior. Okay, so we... Always, always thank you for stopping by. Uh, we love that you do. Um, and we have the best community. Um, and if you want to join that community, there are several ways that you can. Uh, first would be you can join our Discord, which I think you just search rapid. I don't know how to do Discords. Look, do well, we- there's a link in the show notes. You can click that link. Oh. It will then uh, invite you into it. Or you can search or... You can go on to, I believe, Rapid Reviews UK on on Twitter and find it on there. But what I might actually do, uh, I can't do it. I might actually add it as part of our link, our pinned tweet at the top of our oh, Rapid right. Reviews Radio Twitter. Good idea. Um, and then of course, you can always uh, check us out on www.rapidreviewsuk.com, yes. where where um, uh, Pete is now going to read the week's reviews because i don't have them pulled up <laughs> i do and, and the, site, the site has had a redesign as well and it does look nice yeah. it's getting there yeah. it will be it will be further improved as well so Absolutely. uh we unfortunately the week didn't start out great because the site went down <laughs> <laughs> but when it, it did was come a rough back week. it was a rough week yeah but when it did come back up uh yours truly myself 
had finally posted the Streets of Rage 4 review, so you can go and yeah. check that one out and see what I thought about um, I thought about that game. Spoiler alert, it might be my game of the year. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but read into the uh, in, into the finer details of why I think so. So, uh, going on from there, i just got to go back to the page. So, we had... Uh, next up with Squash Pick with Squash Pickles review of Against the Moon. Um, I think he likes it. I need to go and read that review. Um, then uh, we had the Isle of Spirits review by Alicia Brinskill, who was also on the 50th episode. So go and check that out. Um, Ruari O'Brien uh, did the Fit XR Oculus Quest review. Okay. Uh, Mr. Overlord, Mike, the least overlordy overlord of all time, uh, did the Zep E review of a, which is a smartwatch. Mr. Tech review himself. Mm-hmm. We should we we should just call him Rapid Tech Reviews now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, next up we had Hunt Down by uh, Dan. Uh, I can't read his surname. Yule, uh, Yule. Y-U-I-L-L, I don't know. Um, apologies for the butchering of your surname, sir. I, I do. Um, then we had Lair of the Clockwork God review by Alicia again. So prolific this week. In fact, I think a few people were prolific because next up we had Dan again. Yep. With uh, one of the greatest ones, <laughs> Waifu Uncovered, <laughs> which I know he's embarrassed of. But he did it. He took one for the team. He did. And fair play to you, sir. Because that game looks like trash. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so next up we had Chris Armstrong with doing Peaky Blinders Mastermind. Uh, Then we had uh, Leah Wayne uh, with Ben 10 Power Trip. Uh, Clearly a kid's game, but I would imagine he quite liked it. But we'll see. And then the last review that went up this so far this week is uh, Chloe Osborne's review of Star Wars Squadron. Star Wars Squadrons, sorry. Yes. Uh, so uh, to check out next week's reviews, which we'll, wrap, we'll round up next week, just go to www.rapidreviewsuk.com. And as always, Rapid Reviews Radio is a supplement to the Rapid Reviews website. Um, and you can find us um, on Twitter at RR Radio Pod. Or check us out on Twitch because we pop up there um, and we're almost an affiliate. So that would be twitch.tv slash RR Radio Pod. Yep. <laughs> it's on the screen. You should read it. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then if you want to uh, send us questions or comments or critiques, anything, anything, tell us about your day, uh, want to get some topics on the show, uh, you can send those to podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com. Um, we're on Facebook under Rapid Reviews UK. And I think that leaves uh, where you can find uh, Mr. Pete Beckett. Uh, yes, you can now find me back on Twitter after a little hiatus at Pete Beckett one the number one, because Twitter is a hellhole at the best of times, and sometimes you need to need to cleanse. Yeah. But yeah. where do they find you? Well, even though you might be currently under hiatus yourself. Similarly, I am stepping away from social media for a while. Um... It's just a mental health thing. And you can find, but you can find me, and I will be back. I will. Um, 
Plus, I've got like a mafia video review coming up. It's going to be very cool. I've got special effects and everything. So, yeah. um, anyway, at Kylie to greet K I L A Y T H G R E E T, and that's on Twitter. Um, mm -hmm. Where normally, when I'm not on hiatus, I am tweeting about having autism. It's good. It is good most of the time, if I'm honest. You know, I've like I've maintained. I have learned a lot yeah. just from those no, tweets I'm alone. Yeah, so, no, I'm glad. I uh, do, do I want people to learn. Uh, did you also say that you can check out Rapid Reviews UK on Facebook if that is your preferred platform? I think I threw that in there, um, but it was very quick and as an afterthought because no uh, one uh, Okay. <laughs> yeah, boom the platform. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. And um, we will talk to you next week and can't wait to. Yes. So, Bye till next week. Bye. Bye.